Previously on the Nostalgic Front Podcast. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. You're not, <laughs> you're not Brandon Ream. No, I'm not. What the fuck? Oh, crap. We got to record this podcast. Coming to you live from the Des Moines, Iowa, Nostalgic Front Studios. I'm Brandon Ream. And coming to you live from the Brooklyn, New York, Nostalgic Front Studios. I'm Patrick Hasty, and this is the Nostalgic Front Podcast. Fantastic. <laughs> That's what we should do is we should start trying to riff off of you know what i mean like we're putting together uh-huh. a tune oh scatting yeah what scat, i want scat man's here what i want but da 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 what i want a put to put up well that's we got to do that until we forget oh yeah that's great until we hate it yeah or forget and then we go you, machine gun how are you man you must be oh through the roof I'm fantastic. 19 years in the making. Oh, buddy. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. so, so tonight's uh, episode, we're recording an evening. We haven't recorded an evening show in a long time. No, it's, it's damn. It's 8 p.m. on the nose uh, in the East Coast. We're going to do a uh, monologue. Jeez, that's pretty late. You know? uh, yeah, I know. Right. Uh, Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? <laughs> uh, so we te- we texted earlier that we were going to start right after the Raiders game. Mm. Of course, you needed to watch the Raiders game. Uh, and then guess what? It went to fucking overtime down to the last second, the last of second of overtime. Oh, yeah. what a what a what a wild, what a horrible sports weekend in my book and a good one in yours. Yeah. A couple of ugly dubs. Yeah. Yeah, that's man. Fun. Um, congratulations. That's crazy. 19 years. They said since uh, uh, the Raiders have been three and out. Was that the yeah. year they went to the Super Bowl? That's even before yeah. the Super Bowl, or was no, it? Okay. That, the year after they traded Gruden. Yeah. That's so wild. It's been a while, so we're excited. Yeah. And Chiefs are in dead last. That's wild. First time since 15. Yeah, first time it's Pat hard. Mahomes has ever been under 500. It's hard to, like, know how to... I mean, good on him. I'm not... <laughs> I don't like it, obviously. It sucked. But also, like... With 17 games, it feels like it's less of a thing. Like, I feel like oh, we're yeah. I feel like we're one and one still because my brain hasn't regulated yet. It sucks to be last in the division. That blows. Ah, they're and fine. It I don't know how you feel because you're three and oh right now. But like, Ooh. it's crazy that the Broncos and the Chargers, it's like we're the NFC West all of a sudden. Yeah, like, it was first for the whole the whole of the division. One team's been allowed to be good and the other three have to be stinkers or like right at the line. Well, Pretty much across the betting line, uh, Raiders and Broncos were unanimous third and fourth place in the division. Yeah. And we're three weeks in and they're both three and oh, so that makes anything interesting. Yeah, it's crazy. I really love I see it. I hate it. It reminds me of when Peyton went to the um, Broncos where I liked Peyton, but I hate Broncos. I like Teddy Bridgewater a lot. And so I want to see him successful. I just want to see the games get become losses, you know, same. Same, same. Uh, and it was really fun in that Miami game. I just we, uh, we got like a free. I don't know why, but we got like a free red zone weekend. Oh, um, nice. And Those are fun. I, <laughs> I have never done that before. Uh, I tweeted uh, 
mom, can we buy some cocaine? And mom's like, no, we've got the NFL red zone at home. Oh, yeah. Totally. That thing is a juggernaut of shit coming at you. <laughs> and and zero commercials. Yeah, that's right. Did you see how funny that? OK, so in the uh, Jaguars, mm, oh, this, is the, this is the nostalgic front, by the way. Did you see the Jaguars game where the cards kicked the 68 yard field goal? The guy caught it at the line at, at the 100, you know, nine yards deep in the end zone and then uh-huh. ran it back for a touchdown. So that guy that kicked that was Matt Prater. That would have been the record. Later in the day, Justin Tucker kicked a 66-yard, which was the record, and took it away from Prater. So Prater lost twice today, three times. I didn't know about the Prater context to the yeah. Justin Tucker kick today, but that's that's fascinating. That's awesome, isn't it? Um, yeah. Golly. How you been? We later. missed we missed yeah. you last week. Holy shit, bro. Yeah. Florin sucks ass. Is that the get Florin in that in the Princess Bride? Is oh, that no, one of the did. countries? Yeah. Gilda yeah. and Florin. hundred uh, percent. I was floored by how long everything take and took and uh, kept fucking shit up too along the way. You know, you did uh, or the machine did or both. Well, mostly me, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, uh, but I tell you what, when I do the back rooms. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're going to be so ready. Good. But uh, boy, I was thinking it would take a uh, Saturday and it went uh, well into Tuesday. So Sure, sure. Yeah, um, that's why I thought I could do it by myself and uh, the wife had to finish it. So there's something exciting about that, though, about having the ability to do something like that in your own house. You know, it feels very grown up. It feels that's the thing I've always wanted. I want to take a oh, hammer yeah. and put a hammer through the wall and not get in trouble. It. The floor kicked our fucking ass collectively. Yeah. yeah. And it looks uh, a lot better than it did, at least. Oh, there you so, go. That's a win. That's a win. Yeah. Yeah. Solid B yeah. on the floor. So, I'd say. so you were unable. We And we were trying to, but it just didn't work out. And uh, so we needed to do something last week. So I reached out to a friend of the show, Gideon. And he was like, I'm making dinner. That motherfucker is always asshole. He's always making dinner, no matter if between uh-huh. 4 p.m. and 11. He's making barbecue dinner. all the time. I, and if you message him between like 9 a.m. and 5 p.m., he's taking a nap. I literally a, was trying to get in job, touch with him. Hippie. I was trying to get in touch with him on Saturday. I, I I'm not joking. I thought maybe they had like a carbon monoxide situation where they were all dead because oh, yeah. he wouldn't answer his phone. He wasn't as a text. Katie wasn't answering He's phone. He's a gassy wasn't boy. Text. It was a nightmare. Also, don't you think it's fucked up? They named their kid after Robert E. Lee. Oh, <laughs> uh, boy. Well, yeah. So um, speaking of nightmares, tell me. Uh, oh, boy. I went to uh, not oh, first. Hold on before you get to that. Uh, so thank you for so Gideon couldn't do it. I still want to do something. So we had Stacy, my lovely wife, fill in, and it was great. A lot of fun feedback from it. I think people really enjoyed it. Loved I it. I enjoyed it. I'm worried. Why are you worried? Out oh, of the job. Then out of the job. Yeah. I. Yeah. Uh, it's funny because like, it, it it was a weird thing to be like because she was in the living room. We still use Zoom, uh-huh. so she was in the living room. I was in the bedroom, and we were still talking on Zoom. And it was, we both took like it was like an interview. It wasn't just like the two of us talking about stuff. It was really interesting. It was like. Seeing your wife in a new light, you know? Hell yeah. Um, okay, so how are you? What have you been up to? Speaking of nightmares. Oh, well, we did the flooring and that, uh, you know, tested every fabric of our relationship. And mm-hmm. uh, it was a good Oh, time. hey, shut up. Hold on. First, I uh, also want to say 
Sarah and Kelly, congratulations. They just got married. Sarah Kennedy, front of the show. Oh, Xena uh, episode, uh, her own guest episodes um, oh, yeah. and her longtime, uh, longtime, longtime uh, partner, longer time fiance, because they were supposed to get married last year. Uh, Kelly Trapanelli. Uh, they got married finally yesterday in New Mexico. So fantastic. Was hoping nice. we'd be able to get to that, but it didn't work out. But it looks like a lot of friends went and it was a wonderful time celebrating love. So congratulations. Now, you had some nightmares with your flooring. Oh, no, with uh, with not fast. Now, what is that? I saw some of you guys posting about it. Uh huh. Tell me. Well, it was a uh, musical festival uh, held at the Indian Olio National Balloons grounds. Yeah. Uh, featuring uh, Slipknot and then like uh, Megadeth, Lamb of God, a uh, whole bunch of good metal bands, Gojira. Yeah, that's uh, fun. Etc. I guess I didn't realize that I, I from not fest. I assumed it was a slipknot type thing, but I know not slipknot just headlined riot LA or whatever riot fest. And it was a huge deal that they, they headlined that. Yeah. And so I thought I was like, wow, I'm surprised that was just like a few days ago. So I was surprised that they were back in Iowa to do some. I mean, you could just flip phone and then you don't have to sneeze into the microphone. All right. Sorry. <laughs> I haven't sneezed very many times. In 400 episodes, so I you're uh, correct, you know, yeah, you, you're 100 correct on that. Uh, now, not that that sounds great. Now, Slipknot, they've oh, had a big week, all the bands were great, everybody yeah. crushed, but uh, the promoters like totally dropped the ball on oh, uh, fuck. like vending and everything. Like, people were waiting like an hour for water. And do you think in uh, 25 years we'll get a documentary about it? Uh, no. Because it wasn't 90 degrees and the bands were good. Yeah. Uh, Did you see the thing about Machine Gun Kelly earlier this week? And how how ever tell me about the Machine Gun Kelly fucking uh, Corey Taylor feud that's going on. Well, it was so funny. The amount of people who are like, buddy, you don't want to go there. (laughs) Like, no, this is not the fight you want to have. Like, it was funny seeing like people like Jason Isbell commented on it and stuff like that. Like, oh, yeah. the amount of people coming out of the woodwork being like Slipknot's good. Shut up. The Mountain Goats were like, as as a, tr- a true Iowan, we must say, if you don't fuck with Slipknot, you don't fuck with us. It was awesome. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that side of it. Yeah, that's it funny. was really fun. I Yeah, that's all I saw was the the eat shit machine gun Kelly element of it. Um. Well, that's fun that you were there. You had a good time. And oh, the yeah, band? we knew it was going to be a shit show and showed up late and uh, uh, knew that the, like they just were ill prepared for the lines everywhere. Yeah. And everybody, a lot of people were complaining online. Luckily, we didn't have the highest expectations, especially after Faith No More canceled. And, uh, yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that. Well, I didn't know this thing existed, but that would have been rad. Faith No More. Yeah. So we just pretty much showed up halfway through and chilled it was a good time there was a wb show in the early 2000s i don't know what it was but and it it could have been unhappy it could have been unhappily ever after maybe no 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 it was a sitcom it could have been unhappily ever after center no i think it was unhappily ever after okay possibly but there was a part where a guy wore a um he was he went to a um uh a wake and he wore a faith no more shirt and everybody got mad at him because the dead woman's name was faith and I thought that I've that joke every time I hear Faith that'll No More stick with you. Epic joke, if you ask me. Oh, hey, uh, that sounds great. Have you been because um, you missed another you, you, anything else over the last two weeks? Anything? Else? Have you seen Ryan Solomon? What's his deal? 
Uh-uh. He's in Des Moines. He's in yeah, Iowa. So he's drinking beer. It's September fast, October fast. I think they took some time and went back to Iowa for like a month or so. And I'm trying to I'm, I I just see him and Kitzman made a funny sketch. That rules. Uh, I saw him at Hessen House. So I'm just trying to see I, you could go run into him. Go say hello. Yeah. Invite him over. Get him to, to get do out. the floors. Every. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I only hang out with people to do floors. That's right. Out. Yeah. Oh, you do. You, you, you do a plumbing. That's the oh. other thing I had happened. Yeah. We had the plumbers come oh. around. Mario and Louie. You hear about uh, them? Chris Pratt. Yes. Yeah, so we stayed at a hotel uh, so they could completely redo our plumbing. Really? Wow. Week. And uh, worst hotel experience. Ever. What hotel was it? Can you say? Oh, I'll fucking say it. Days in in West Des Moines. Never Days stay in. there. Damn. Yeah. Get them. Drag their ass. Let me know. Oh, yeah. Gross sheets like musky room. Yeah, fucking uh, uh, just a, a, anything that could like go wrong with like microwave didn't work. And then uh, we wound up paying for a late checkout. And then they call uh, the wife while I'm at work. And it's like, you guys got to get out of here. Hilarious. I've stayed. I just Googled it. I've stayed in that hotel a number of times. It's that, trash. It is that. Well, that's the hotel that when um uh, Beast Village, maybe 2017 or 18, when all my friends, JJ and Nick and oh, all yeah. them. We all got a room there and stayed there that one night. Um, I I stayed there with Stacy one time when we were on a road trip. Uh, when remember that Joker's Club in Des Moines for a minute, there was a club called Joker's. <laughs> yeah, that club would put the comics up at that hotel. So like I hung out with like Dude. Brad, Brad uh, from Omaha and then somebody else one time at that hotel. Garbage hotel. It is great view. Great view. If you have that three rooms with a cool view of the city. But that's about it. Uh huh. Yeah, you hated it. Oh, yeah, yeah. They uh, they were horrible. It was horrible. It was a very bad experience. Golly, but your t- your pipes are all good now? Oh, our pipes are fucking thick mm. and pumping liquid. That's awesome. All I love over it. the house. Wait, that's not that sounds bad if they're. Oh, you mean like inside the pipe still, though? Yeah, yeah, totally. Sure, totally. sure, sure. Because if you have a bad situation, also pumping liquid all over the house, like piss yeah. is coming up. Um, I mean. That's great. That's great. Uh, so have you been doing any with all that? I'm excited to hear about all that. That's very cool. I'm very into this not fest thing. Uh, you got a present in the mail from me. Oh, are we talking about Master yeah. of the Universe Revelation Skeletor? Yeah, which you have yet to post on social media, which really hurt my heart. Um, I don't know why. I would assume you would. Take a photo of it. I was, was going to get them out and play with them. I just haven't gotten around to it. You don't yet. have to get them out. I don't mind about that. But I uh, so we we when I sent you this, the mic stands that we bought that the Patreon paid for. Yeah. Um. Uh. You, we were texting that day and you mentioned how good those characters, those guys were. And so I just added it in. It was the for some reason, maybe it wasn't released yet. That Skeletor might be brand new. Maybe not. But. It was like so quick and cheap and easy to get on Amazon. Fuck yeah. But the He-Mans were like $30 more for some reason. So I just grabbed that quick. And I also know from doing a show with you for five years almost that you like villains. So I was like, I bet you won't mind getting a sculpture. And I thought that saved us some room in case you were like, I really like those. I'm going to go get the He-Man, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. That's, and it, yeah. it plays great off of the Evil Dead, too. Exactly right. Now they're both in the box. That's really good. Yeah. Um. I went to my toy store yesterday. I got a big lot of stuff to talk about with you, but I'll jump this in because we talk about toys. I went to my toy store yesterday and saw um the one of the cool things they had was uh 
I don't know what the series is called, but that early 2000s He-Man series that was out. Yeah, yeah, it was just like He-Man, Master of the Universe yeah. or something. The, uh, I found the He-Man character from that, um, and it was 10 bucks, but in a month, it'll be 5 bucks. So yeah, I'll probably buy that one. It's 5 bucks. I think that'll be cool. Uh, and then they had a really awesome that I, I just forgot to get it when I left. my I sidetracked that I was going to go back and pick it up. They had like a knockoff Ninja Turtle Raphael, but it was like it was like some knockoff company. It was like halfway between the size of like a Marvel, like that that Skeletor and a old timey G.I. Joe doll. So uh-huh. it was like big. It was like too big. It wasn't the right size of like normal action figures. And it looked like they originally it was originally a perhaps a, a Mighty Morphin Power Ranger or like a Sentai toy that, that somebody a factory had repainted to look like a Raphael. It looked so awesome and it was like four that bucks, uh, but I just forgot to grab it. So I'm going to grab it tomorrow, I think. But I really that toy store has been a blast to go bounce around, you know? Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, I mean, I, uh, I want to tell you about some other things I've been up to. It's been a while. Um, it's been a while. Yeah. Like our friends in Stained said, uh, was Stained at NotFest? Uh, they were not. Damn it. Um, they were not fest. Uh-uh. Uh, not not fest. Uh, oh, do you think that was a fun thing? Like with shitty bands in Des Moines, did they put on not not fest? Like a, you know, like off JFL. If I did, if they did, I did not see them. You know, you better not mention that again. <laughs> Remember that the goat. Um, here's what I did. I uh uh had, well, uh, uh Thursday. So I have a job. You do. Yep. Uh, and I am uh. We had a our my company, the company I work for, had its 30th anniversary this year, and so on Thursday we had a huge party at this not well you know a big party with everybody at the employ all the company employees at this restaurant in in Manhattan that was really good. Yeah, yeah. But it was I was part of the team that had to help like plan it, so it was very stressful. Captain. In the in the middle of also planning a move because our office planet. is moving, so Captain Planet, you got it. Uh-huh. Um. And so it was very stressful, but it was very fun. And what's kind of neat is everyone's been re- working remote for over a year. And we have half of the staff is new people who live in other parts of the country who only work remote. So everybody was flown out. We had this big, fun event. Uh, great dinner. Great. It was really fun. It was a good time. But the crazy thing was majority of our company is young women right out of college, like 21 to 25. And they had never met before. So it's all these people who've been working together on zoom for a year, but this is the first time they're actually hanging out and everybody ended up going out to bars and everyone was like, we just kept going. And I was out till 3 AM with these folks. So I don't, I sober as a fucking no cocaine headache. Nothing, just, nothing. No, no nose candy. Water. Not just, even, not even club sodas. I'll huh? tell you this, like 100 waters because every buddy that works at the company, every I'm very blessed that I have a job that pays well. And everyone seems to like me. So everybody likes me and wants me to have a good time. So every time somebody would go get a drink, they'd come back because and they're also all young girls. It's a lot easier for young girls to get drinks at bars. So every time they'd come back, they'd bring me an ice water. So I had like 500 waters. Oh, you're cheap. Um, yeah, it was wild. Um, great. To, had, it was a really fun night with these people because I like these people, too. They're good. But then what happened was the next day, Friday, I was hung over and I did not do a thing. And it was just because after a year of even I've gone out now and I've done stand up, you, you know, to recharge going, your social battery, dude. That was yeah, that was a lot. And I was so fucked up like my body, my head killed. 
to the point where I I got pretty scared that I had COVID. Even though I did not have a fever, I was not coughing, nothing, but I was convinced I caught COVID at this party. So yesterday I did a rapid test, do not have COVID. Uh, uh, and now I feel fine. It was just I had to kind of like yeah. re reset. I um, did a rabbit test. I'm not one. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Wait. Oh, is that a reference to the rabbit pregnancy test from back in the day? Uh-uh. It was just a oh, rapid. Rapid sounds like rabbit. Sure. Do you know about rabbit. do you know about what the rabbit pregnancy test is? Uh-uh. This was like re- the actual pregnancy tests until like the 1960s or 70s. You take a live rabbit, you really? kill it. And then I think you put either the blood or the urine of a woman who thinks she might be pregnant. You put it like on the rabbit's in intestines or kidneys or something. Some innard of the rabbit right after it's been killed will react a certain way to pregnant women's blood or urine. I don't remember. Uh, and that's like how they did it. If you Google it, the rabbit pregnancy test. Isn't that fucking crazy? Kind of upset my stomach, Patrick. Radar talks about it in an episode of MASH because they wanted to use his rabbit hoppy. And he's like, no way. Fucked up, huh? I don't like what this show's become, <laughs> man. <laughs> um, let's see. Is there anything else that uh, fun? Exciting? Have you been watching anything or listening to anything exciting lately? Uh-uh, dude. Uh, it's just football and floors now, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, when are you going? What you're going to K, uh, KC for the Raiders game? In when December. is that? December. Okay. I'm gonna put on all the layers. Yeah. Layers. Flare. Uh, uh, I've been so- watching my wife watch Bones. Oh, that's fun. Where are you guys yeah, at? That show's been on for so long. They should call it Fossil. You know who I have a huge crush on? Dash Snell. No. Uh, uh, the girl who is like the computer girl, maybe in that. You know what I'm talking about? Dark hair. Uh, she's like half Asian. There's perhaps. a lot of computer girls. I think she's half Asian. Uh-huh. That girl. Her dad is, I think her mom's Korean and her dad is the guy from ZZ Top. Nice. You know what I'm talking about? And she yeah. was on that space show I was watching, the the Mankind show. Oh, I, uh, I, made, I yeah. did make it to Shang-Chi. Pretty good. What do you think? Week. Oh, it was a lot of damn fun. Yeah. Also, uh, I like to sneak candy in. Oh, sure. Uh, Wait, are uh, you talking about the Mandy Morse CD? Yes, absolutely. No, I like to sneak candy in just because it's just the thrill of it all. You know, it's exciting. It is. You yeah. save a buck fifty. Yeah. You dupe some fucking fourteen year old. Yeah. You get that that candy taste that, that much better that you snuck it in. That's so I was awesome. sneaking in a box of Reese's Pieces. Yum. Wanted to get a bag. It, Et uh, I had style. to get a box at the gas station, and uh, oh boy. It was a big box and yeah. they were loud. Yeah, it was, it was really uh, hard. Like sounds like they, you're shaking up some dice playing yacht, shit, Yahtzee. If they, oh, yeah. If they gave a shit and wanted. Yeah. To fucking bust me. Yeah. Some 14 year old making minimum wage could have been like, excuse me, the, sir. Get the fuck out of here, sir. Excuse me. Excuse this me. Is my turf. And his dad shows up and he's five years younger than you and yells at you. Yeah. This uh, is, is Tainor's turf. That's that's what, fun. Can you give me a Gen Z name like uh, uh, Craden? Craden. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, this is Craden's turf. Yeah, you don't sneak candy in on Craden. Man, being old sucks shit. I was talking to at this how at this office party, everyone is so young, 
And like some of these people were born like in 1999. And I'm Don't like, worry. A, I'm like a grown up. They'll waste it, too. Oh, I know. It's so exciting. One, I was talking to this one girl, uh, a friend of an employee because you yeah. could bring somebody. And one of our employees that traveled brought a her brought her roommate, her best friend. And so she doesn't know anyone. And I honestly don't know a lot of these people either. So I ended up talking to her for a while. And she was talking about how she interned in London like a year ago and loved it. And she's like, I want to go back. And I was like, listen to me, go back soon. Plan it. Because I went to London when I was your age and I was like, I'm going to go back. And now it's been 15 years and I have not gone back yet. Yeah, dude. I'm like, make plans to make that shit happen. Put the fear of God into their fucking noggins. Yeah. We're you closer, don't want to be me. We're closer to being 50 than being their age. Yeah, I'm closer to being dead than being alive. I'll tell you that. <laughs> um. Trending topics. They're the topics trending. that trend. Trend. We got so many trending topics and in-depth discussion about them. It's trending topics. Trending topics. Now, last week was fun because Stacy does not follow the trends, you know? Uh-uh. Um, so this week it's kind of I I and I do. Glad to have you back. That's for one oh. thing, you know. Oh yeah, dude. Um, it feels good to have you back in the in the studio. Oh, um, it feels good to be back. Back, uh, back, back in the, in the last dude. Um, but I wanted to. Okay, so first off, we didn't talk about it last week because Stacy didn't have a, a frame of reference. Really what for if it, we did though? <laughs> Norm Macdonald passed away. Oh yeah, he bought the farm. Hi yay yay. How did what how how did you take that? I mean, it's sad, you know? Yeah. Was he ever because he's a joke. He had jokier stuff. Was he ever one of your guys, for lack of a Marin term? He, he was never one of my guys, but he's never not one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I always liked Norm McDonald, but I was never like, oh, that's my guy. Real? Okay. Were I you always at- liked, I was always like, yeah, it's Norm McDonald. I like yeah. Norm McDonald, you know? I so I liked him a lot. His stand up. Some of his stand up was great. Some of his stand up was just stand up that like in a way that I'm like, oh, yeah, that's funny, but it's not what I'm going to put on to here, you know? Yeah. Um, but I think he's got some wonderful bits like that one about like uh, uh, this, how you bury people in a shallow grave. You know, that whole thing where he's like, this is what I would do if I was going to kill somebody. And he's like, but I'd never kill a lady. I don't know. I say that, but I know that every river curves. <laughs> it's so funny. I. <laughs> uh, and he has a thing about how he's like, and then I do that thing to her, you know, that would uh, make me feel like God. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd bury her in a really deep grave. Um, but anyways, yeah, I, he, I really understand. But to me, the biggest thing that hit is uh, dirty work, I think is so phenomenal uh-huh. and so pivotal to me as a kid. Um, that was well, what yeah, I was because that's where I learned first we eat the pig. And then together we burn. Yeah. Like I'm it kind of messed me up. I saw dirt. I already watched Dirty Work maybe a year ago or during uh-huh. the pandemic at some point and loved it the same, you know, laughed just as hard. It's obviously got some outdated bits and stuff, but everything, um, every everything from that era does. Has, yeah. Any comedy period any comedy. has yeah. outdated bits. That's right. Bridesmaids, ha- the, Bridesmaids has to, outdated bits. You're supposed to be on the fringe of taboo. Yeah. At the time and culture moves forward. So anyways. Uh, whenever I go to a restaurant and I ask for a RC Cola and they give me a tab, I say tab boo. <laughs> that jokes for no one. I liked it. Uh, uh, 
Taboo is my favorite character from the Jungle Book. Oh, that's fun. Uh, I do think, though, that um, I was I thought about rewatching Dirty Work the other night. And then I was like, I don't know if I can. It'll make me sad. And I apparently he was kind of a he was kind of a didn't treat female comics good, which sucks because you didn't know that till afterwards, you know. Um, So that's a bummer to hear. But that's kind of what happens. You just kind of got to, you know, that blows as an old white dude. Exactly. But also it's hard for it. It's hard for me not to be like so people are. Yeah, you know, but it was I, it really shocked me. And turns out he had cancer for like nine years. Were you at that party at Mark Von Onen's house when we watched his new special that one time? No, we watched a Louis special, too. But there was one yeah. that was the party at Mark's house that I always think about specials, I guess. When he wrote Mark had our Mark Von Onen, who's been on the show, author of the whatever the Van Helsing versus Sharks comic book. Yeah, yeah, people uh, know. People, people you guys know he is from Toy Galaxy. He he house sat for his parents once. And we while he was house sitting, he invited all these comics over to watch the new Norm Macdonald special. And on the table was a letter from his parents that was like, Mark, don't forget to feed the cats. You can eat anything in the fridge. And then like on the bottom, all underlined was do not get on your dad's email. <laughs> and it made me laugh so hard Damn. because because something happened. Yeah. Where he was going on his dad's email and he was like 25. It's not like we were 14 years old. You know what I mean? Like we were grownups. I was married already. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so I thought so. I really loved it. Yeah. So, well, rest rest in peace or whatever. Um, Yeah. I liked his golf Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. I loved him whenever he's on Conan. Of course, everybody's been sharing all that stuff. It's been two weeks now, so we're kind of lived with a little bit more. Yeah. I just thought it'd be a little weird if we didn't at least mention it. And I knew last week Stacey would be like, I don't fucking give a Conan shit. Conan O'Brien was the best 90s sketch TV show. Yeah, pretty good. Conan's great. Um, I've been listening to a lot of random audio interviews with him and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. His podcast. Random is- House. Oh, write that down. Um, oh, that'd be funny. That's like a uh, <laughs> like a like a Gen Z uh, television show about Dr. House called Random House where everything's random. I don't know if that works. I, I don't get it. Random. <laughs> it's like he keeps cutting people open and then finding like uh, like uh, clown horns inside of them. Mm-hmm. Random. Okay. Uh, what we do in the shadows has got some new episodes out. This season's chugging along. It's great. Very good. Chugging along. Ted Lasso. I you just know- like how they got... Uh- I just want more of Laszlo's buddy next door. Uh, Who is Staten to- Island? Uh, that's Tony An- Anamok or whatever. That's the dude that played Trump. Oh, like, yeah. That would do like the president's show. And he used to be at the creek all the time playing Trump. <laughs> well, he's very funny in what we do in the shadows. <laughs> what, this the, week when the he was Vegas doing the, episode, or the, the Atlantic City. Yeah. On this week when he's doing, he's trying to get them to buy pillows from him. And it's yeah. the pillow guy. And they're like, oh, yeah, I see that guy on TV, Mike Liddell. And he's like, no, that's my pillows. This is the guy pillow. It's different. Yeah. And he's like, come on, they're thirty nine ninety nine. I thought I, I thought you'd buy like 40 of them. <laughs> it's really, really good. Um, so, yeah, no, what we do, that's that is trucking along hardcore. Um, you're not, you don't watch Ted Lasso yet, right? You haven't jumped into that. At uh-uh. all. Apple you don't TV? watch Reservoir Dogs, do you? Not yet. Not yet. You haven't jumped into that at all. I will. So I will. Why are you coming at me, bro? I'm not. 
I'm not at all. I was just curious because I didn't want to. I didn't want to blow past it if it was. I'm something sure you cared that about. Ted Lasso show will rope me in eventually. There you go. Uh, I want to see res- uh, Reservation Dogs. I just haven't jumped in yet. Uh, what? There was some. Oh, here's what I've been getting in. I just keep watching. Uh, uh-huh the old Johnny Carson channel on Pluto TV. Oh yeah. And it's funny because the monologues are nightmares because he's like a Republican and he'll be like, so Reagan's in the news and the whole audience is like, yeah, but then like the interviews kick ass because the interviews rule. Um, But he had one from this. This is quick. I'll I'll go on this little thing. He had a funny, he did a joke about Carter and uh, Walter Mondale. And in the joke, he was supposed to say, Walter Mondale's put on a lot of weight, but he instead brain farted and said, Walter Mondale's been losing a lot of weight, which wrecked the joke because the joke was about him being a big fat guy and it bombed and he could not figure out why he bombed. And then Ed goes, you messed it up, Johnny. You wrecked the joke. And it made me laugh so hard. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was great. Um Okay, uh, now there's been some trailer news. Well, first off, What If is also trugging along. Uh, yeah. I th- you're getting caught up on that. Uh, the one thing that show does that's so weird is the tone. That Zombies episode was heartbreaking. The Doctor Strange episode, heartbreaking. This yeah. week's episode with Party Thor fun. was fun. Like, yeah, that's what, what we the need. hell? Howard the Ducks marrying uh, Zoe... No, no. Uh, 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 what's her name? Darcy. Like, yeah. A- Andrew W.K.'s wife. It's wild. A foul relationship. There you go. Um, yeah, I really like I really like what's going on with what if in a way that I didn't think would. Did you go into Star Wars visions at all? I have not yet. As a <laughs> as, as not an anime person, I've never got an anime. This is very fun. And oh, yeah. some there's one or two that I fucking loved. And then there's one or two that I'm like, I'm going to just not even finish this one. I'm five minutes in. I'm skipping it because it just doesn't hit with me. Um, totally. But if that is I, I love that. I love seeing well, it's that. Dope is it's all anthology like that anyway. So it allows mm-hmm. you to be kind of, you know, you can yeah. pick and choose. Totally. There's Speaking tons, of there's tons of content. Yeah. Speaking of uh, uh, the, that anime, uh, Cowboy Bebop's got a live action series coming out. Yeah. And they've released not a trailer necessarily, but what the opening credits are going to be. And it looks fucking sick. It's got John Chu in it, as uh, uh-huh. I assume as Cowboy Bebop, because I've never seen it. Um, but it kind of makes it, I think I'm going to watch the animated series beginning to end and then jump into the live action show once it pops out. Hell yeah. So that's exciting. Um, and then there's not really much else when it comes to that. Uh, well, the Hawkeye trailer was really good. Reem, if you haven't seen it yet, you got to. It has a real Iron Man three vibe uh, and also like a real like I think I said this last That's week. cool. It's like a plane, strange and automobiles vibe. So you got to see that. Oh. Um, and I don't like that guy, Hawkeye, but it seems like I'll still enjoy it. Um, there's a new She-Ra live action movie coming out. That's exciting. And there's that new He-Man for kids animated series is out. Oh, yeah. Which I watched one or two episodes of and it didn't really resonate with me, but it, I'm, I like that it's there. You know, hell yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, how are you feeling about the Super Mario Bros uh, news the cast? Yeah. No, I'll tell L- you this. A lot of fun people in there. The, I'll tell you this. Uh, I have saved on this computer the announcement that they put out where it's a cast list. Chris Pratt Anya to here. I, I'm I'm uh, SNL. 
Chris Bratt, <laughs> Anya Taylor-Joy, Charlie Day, Jack Black, anyways, and more. And I had um, edited this so that instead it was Corey Taylor, Sean Cron, and basically the whole group of, S- of yeah. Slipknot. I didn't post it because, uh, you know, Jay of- Weinberg and the Jay Weinberg <laughs> seven. That's right. Some of the Slipknot guys are dead and I didn't want to be mean. Um, but yeah, it's weird that Sebastian Maniscalco is in it and he's not playing like the most Italian character. Right. You know, um, it really blew the Internet up. That's for sure. I think it's weird that one of the first shows Slipknot did was Conan O'Brien. Mm-hmm. And now they have the drummer. From Conan O'Brien's in the band, the son, or his son, yes. yeah, the circle of life. It sure as heck is. Um, yeah, I like Keegan Michael Key, and me too. I think Charlie Day will make a great uh, uh, Luigi. Yeah, and Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. Somebody, somebody made the point of wouldn't it have been. I mean, it's easy, but like, how great would it have been if Danny DeVito was Mario and Charlie oh. Day was Luigi? Oh, Wario! Oh, that would be good. Him as Wario. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah that'd be fun. Um, but yeah, who cares? It's going to suck. Probably it's for children, but we say that Sonic, I had a good time watching. So who knows? Yeah. You know, um, and Chris Pratt's we'll one do of those a fucking 10 episodes about it. Yeah. You know, Chris Pratt's one of those guys who I don't like him because he's uber religious and Republican, but then he helps produce movies by actors and writers. I like also his father-in-law is one of the best Republicans out there. I think he's probably a real dumb guy who just Arnold. Probably, but I think Chris Pratt. Arnold's not a dumb guy. He's he's a self-made millionaire before he even uh, got into acting. Then I'm constantly coming. Five are coming. I just think Chris Pratt's one of those people who's like dumb and like is like, uh, like this was a big thing for celebrities in like the 80s where it's like, oh, no, I don't want uh, I don't want gay rights to be attacked. Oh, yes, I vote for only Republicans who predominantly attack gay rights, but like not understanding there's a correlation. He seems like one of those kind of guys, but Did whatever. Did you see the photo of Chris Pratt on the internet from Jurassic World uh, dressed up as Mario standing in front of three Yoshis? No, but I will look at it now. Chris it, Pratt, Jurassic World, Mario, Yoshi. It's a fun meme. Oh, I can't find it yet. Aww. Oh, there it is. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, isn't that, <laughs> in, in the internet, great. Uh, the internet kicks out. It's undefeated. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, well, I'd say maybe undefeated, but there was that tie when the uh, insurrection happened. That was probably a, a lot of that was on the internet. So Mario's doing fine, but it'll be re- really interesting just what this does for the brand forever going forward. Just that we'll have a talking Mario. Yeah. That what people... if, well, what if they do the thing? Like, remember when the Simpsons had Maggie and it was Kathy or Kathleen Turner? but she only said like one word. Yeah. What if the whole time it's Chris Pratt doing the voice, but it's like a group type thing where all he ever says ah. is. Wee! <laughs> yeah. Um, I uh, mean, that'd yeah. make me laugh. Uh, yeah, pretty good. So that's, so that's coming out. Um, I feel like that's kind of the, I'm sure there's something major that's staring at us, but that's probably the end of the line for, uh, uh, yeah. Brendan fucking travel Wilburys. The Nostalgic Front Podcast is brought to you by Kazi, Jennifer L, Matt, John, Grammar Hole, Edward S, Joan, Emmett, Christina A, Hank Finch, Mike Haas, Brian, Sofing, Adam S, Shank, 
and listeners like you. All right, buddy. It's the time of the show Uh huh. where we talk about the topic. That's right. And it's the part where the listeners try to listen a little extra to see if the audio shifts slightly. And we have snuck in a, a throwback episode from three years ago. <laughs> no, we were so full of joy. Oh, in- pre pre pandemic in person. Yeah. Just hanging out, living our lives. 2018 we Doing had some shows we had running some the, running great, about town we had some great episodes in 2018 oh yeah because you and i'm i'll say it i'll be the first to say it we're good at zoom now yeah go listen to speaking of i said i mentioned earlier, later month go listen to ryan solomon's uh guest episode from the old podcast don't sounds like shit because we didn't know what we were doing this sounds great <laughs> and you don't fucking talk and leave me alone <laughs> How they're going to keep talking. You always no. keep talking. I know. That's how we work. You talk and then you talk more. And then I throw out a zinger and not derail. in the, not in the short, not in the short. Remember, circuit remember two we episode. used to have like interviews and stuff and I would do that. Yeah, that was well, but, that was fun back then. Yeah. Short circuit two episode, brother. You were on fire. Was I? Yeah, you were great. Because right. You were telling the story. That's how we used. Uh-huh. That's how we did those ones. Uh, we could tell the story today. A Batman. Once upon a time. In a We're talking about Batman, by the way, everybody. Called Gotham. Yeah. Gotham. Well, did you rewatch this? Yes, I did. When? Uh, yesterday okay, good. morning. Good. Because I know we were because we talked about doing it last week. Yeah. So I was hoping you oh, I didn't get around again. to it. Yeah. I the, the fucking yeah. floors. Sure. The floors. <laughs> the floors. Um, the uh, I rewatched it tonight. I watched Where's it after I. Uh, Go ahead. When's the last time you watched this film prior to for this show? So that's what I was talking to Stacey about it. Um, I don't know the last time I I don't know if I've ever other than when I first saw it at the first time I ever saw a movie in the theater. Yeah, I don't know the last time I sat down without like I'm going to bed, so I'm going to fall asleep somewhere or I'm at a party and we're just throwing it on and we're also all going to goof around and talk. Yeah, Um, this was the first time I have put it on to watch it. And I'm going to be honest. I watched it probably three quarters of it because that is when I looked at my phone and saw that Miami was going to go possibly take them to overtime. So we switched back to that football game. Um, So I didn't finish the movie. I know how it ends, obviously. Yeah. But boy, I like this movie a lot. It's a lot of fun. I'm really stoked. Uh, Spoiler alert. We're going to be doing Batman uh, forever after John Candy month. But, Wait, we're uh, doing Batman Forever or Batman Returns. Yeah. Sorry. OK, I was the, hoping we weren't Keaton skipping. Ones. Yeah. But man, uh, once again, uh, I was I was talking to the wife about this while we were watching it together at the end there. But uh, one thing I love about our show's wheelhouse is, yeah, we're watching a lot. We keep hitting a lot of these big budget late 80s, early 90s movies. And it's just so cool to see like the height of like practical effects and stuff. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Establishing model shots of pretty much all of Gotham and just mm-hmm. like uh, you can also tell like it's kind of cool how much of the movie takes place on the City Hall set. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You and know? right at the beginning when they're doing the uh, for, so I have sat and watched Batman Returns beginning to end more recently. We watched that not too long ago. Yeah. And um, like in the pandemic. And I love that movie a lot. And it's like everything about this movie, but much bigger. 
And yeah. it's 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 not as campy as like forever or Batman and Robin, but it does have more of a Wait, camp to it that this doesn't. This one is plenty campy too, but like, but, but not in the same way. It, it's really interesting too because it's a fun marriage of what everybody knows Batman mm-hmm. to be from the Adam West Batman's. Like mm-hmm. for the majority of people that went to go watch this movie in 1988, mm-hmm. like their idea of Batman is Adam West. Yeah. But there's also been the uh, change in like 80s comics mm-hmm. and stuff where you the got darkness like, and everything. And- yeah. Yeah. There's a lot more of that Batman being played into it. And I, I think it really balances that really well. Like Tim Burton's like gothiness and the Gotham gothy aesthetic. A lot of goth in that. Yeah. A uh, little run right there. But all of that com- combined with just the goofy absurdness, absurdistness of mm-hmm. comic books at a time where nobody was making these like comic concepts were not so much of a thing in cinema back then. Yeah. You know, so being able to like just have a white faced green haired Joker running around making jokes like that means a lot. Yeah, there's a few things that are like not explained that well. Like, ba- okay, so here's my quick before we get into like what the movie is. Batman returns. Penguin's crazy and wild and weird, but he's set up very well. Yeah. And this, it's kind of unclear why he's like all of a sudden a Joker. It's, I mean, could've, I get he has a card. The Joker not- could have used one goddamn speech where he just talks about the gullibleness of. Mm-hmm consumerism yeah because that's basically like how His he's plot. playing on all of gotham is just uh hey i'm gonna drop a lot of fucking money downtown and also hey all these chemicals are bad that you're buying but you're not gonna not buy them you, if, so fuck you so if he just had like one speech to be like eh. yeah he's trump he's like he would be president today joker yeah. like that jack nicholson's joker could be president of the united states uh and but what blew me away by this is how scary he is and how it feels very he feels very real and menacing. Whereas like Pen- the Penguin in Batman Returns, it it doesn't have that same. Gro- I'm very affected yeah. by that role, but I I'm not scared of that. But like when he buzzes that guy's hand and then that guy burns to death right in front of them, that's like fucked up, you know? Yeah. That is very reminiscent He's to the great. scene in The Dark Knight where he stabs the guys in the eye with the pencil. It's the same idea. It's also really great because this was, I mean, with all fairness to Cesar Romero, too. Mm-hmm. But uh, this has been, become such an iconic role. Yeah. And he, I, 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 you know, he was like the first one to like really just like make it <clears throat> as big of a role as it is. Yeah. Uh, just how good his performance was. So it, I know like he was their big guy that they wanted no matter what. In well, the they movie. fucked over. They used Robin Williams. So they get they offered it to Jack Nicholson. He was didn't want it. So they gave they told Robin Williams it was his. Then they went back to Jack Nicholson and said, well, look, we got Robin Williams signed on. So Jack Nicholson was like, OK, well, I'll do it. And then they just cut Robin Williams free. And it pissed Robin Williams off so much that they offered him the Riddler later. And he said no. And he didn't work with Warner Brothers again until that whole regime of like management and everything was all fired. Ah, interesting. Because he was so mad about it. You miss out on prime Robin Williams. Yeah. But also, you, I mean, 
And Jack Nicholson, other things that I think are cool is that Jack Nicholson loves this role, loved this movie. Yeah. And I'm like, that's cool because you kind of would think he's more of a. You would think he would be more of like a uh, what's Omnicron or whatever in the Transformers animated series where you're like, I don't know. I just was a bad guy in this thing. He totally gets it, too. Yeah. And he's having a fucking blast. And the entire time his pay was wrapped up into the points of the movie in a way yeah. where yeah, he, yeah. he made like 60. He made more money off that role to this to like this day than any actor has ever made. He's like still making money off that movie substantially. This is the first movie I can remember with a big giant hype machine. Yeah, behind yeah, yeah, it. yeah. It was uh, definitely the first in our lifetime. Yeah. Unless maybe Return of the Jedi did that, but it probably didn't have to, you know? Yeah, not that I can not that I can remember uh, for the me, wall it was to like, wall. Like, yeah, for me, it was like this. And then next summer, Dick Tracy tried to do the same thing. They did 100%. And obviously didn't uh, hit it. But like, I can just remember a Batman serial mm-hmm. like uh, Batman was everywhere. Every well, T-shirt and they delivered more. I know uh, they did the same thing with like Ghostbusters, too. Yeah, like this is about the time where like studios just hyper focus on like one summer movie here and there. I think if I had to choose between like, so like as a child, the biggest movies of my childhood based on how they were marketed to me. Yeah. Are Batman, uh, Dick Tracy, skip a few, the Flintstones movie. Yes. Skip a few. And then there's one other major one. God damn. I can't pull ID four and T two. Yes. Oh, uh, uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, sort of. But, um, not Independence Day. There's another one like that. Yeah, maybe it's Independence Day where it was like every. Oh, Jurassic Park. Yeah. Yeah. Jurassic Park. That's got to be it. OK, you're right. T2 was that way. But like T2 wasn't on McDonald's cups, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, 100%. Uh, and that so that's kind of how it is. And uh, this movie just like literally my cousin Tommy had the Batman logo shaved into the back of his head. Yeah. And as a little kid, I was like, oh, that's because they wanted him to like that's I remember marketing. my buddy had the Batman cereal with the Batman penny uh, piggy bank. Oh, nice. Like double package, like in saran wrap Damn. Like, on his shelf forever to be like a valuable collectible that you can yeah. now buy on eBay for 20 bucks. I want I had the bat the toy that I've almost bought a billion times on eBay. Uh, that's the Batman, and it used to be a Silverhawks toy that they just remodeled. The rappel belt, yeah, that one with the little. Yeah, I had that, and I would make them go all around my living room. Yeah. Um, and then I had um on so the summer of eighty nine to ninety, we went on a road trip, our family vacation. I don't know where, I don't remember which trip it was, maybe the Grand Canyon, but um, so it was one of those things where I got every whatever the Burger King, McDonald's toy, I had all of it. Yeah. And then at a I'm thinking it was a truck stop. They had an arcade with a claw machine. And in the claw machine, I got like a die cast, maybe like a Hot Wheel style Batmobile. That was like my prized possession for years because it just looked so it was a little bigger also, than all the Batmobile regular is badass. Oh, it's so good. It's so yeah. cool. And I love how it includes brake lights. Yeah, that's pretty sick. You know? uh, the Yeah, so that was uh, that was right. Here's something interesting. I, I was trying to trying to put myself in this these shoes. There was 23 years between the Adam West Batman and this Batman. Yeah. And that is the same amount of years between like Batman and Robin and now. Yeah. So it's kind of like one of those things where like if you were 10 when Batman and Robin came out and George Clooney was your Batman, 
And now you're, and let's pretend you never saw any of the other ones that have come out between now and then. And then you see Zack Snyder's cut of Justice League. You'd be like, wow, this Batman's so different than George Clooney's Batman. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's kind of it, just weird. Yeah, it's also uh, interesting. I can remember they had reruns of the Adam West Batman on TNT, like yeah, nonstop leading up to the release of the movie. So I, I be. I can remember like having an idea of the Batman lore uh, mm-hmm. and having an idea how, how certain characters should look and act uh, from my background watching the TNT. Uh, yeah, I feel like that was a thing, too. Like I. I we've, we talk about this a lot with other stuff, like with Star Wars or whatnot, but like I never there was never a time I didn't know about Batman. Because like I watched that oh, yeah. Adam West Batman show. At, it was in reruns from as or early as I can remember. Scoob, running around with Scooby Doo. Totally. Yeah. 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 And so like yeah. I've always known Batman and Ram. Apparently they offered or, or like early in the script, Kiefer Sutherland was gonna be Dick Grayson in this. Huh. Which would have been that would have been interesting. Um uh <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer was dating Michael Keaton at the time and she almost got the role of Vicky Vale. Can you uh, imagine if she would have been yeah. Vicky Vale in this and then not Catwoman? And Batman Returns, it's crazy. Right? Yeah. And also, I love the opening shot in the movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. When they're playing the score and doing the credits. Yeah. And they're like flying around inside the Batman logo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they built a f- giant fucking logo to like spin or whatever. Yeah. Like did, similar to like Star Wars for the whole thing. Oh, that's cool. Uh, I like when the movie actually starts. So when it and I this is stuff I had forgotten because I hadn't seen it in a long time. Oh, Boy, it it's starts a great. That, oh, yeah. And it's for, that bait and switch of like a different. Especially. A, yeah. Having seen every Batman movie since. since this. Yeah. And knowing how it goes down, like your head is immediately. This is uh, Batman. And this Thomas is Bruce Wayne. There's a part where he around. says like, the, the wife yeah. says, like, come on, Harold. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. They changed Batman's dad's name in this movie. Which you know? is also funny because, you know, most of the people watching this movie in 88 or at least a good percent don't know. What Wouldn't the fuck. know. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, here's the thing. I, there's a lot of I wonder. I wish I could go back in time to check out stuff because I'm wondering if. Do most people in 1989 when this comes out know that that he's uh, his parents are dead? And then they got shot in front of a theater and stuff like is that common knowledge or does this movie put that in their head as common knowledge? Oh, uh, I'm well, going to. It's really interesting to say just because I mean, <laughs> Batman's Batman. So, I mean, a lot of people grew up with it. But, you know, in 88, there's definitely a lot of people what's, that are just going. What's common? No- big yeah. Movie. Yeah. Have you now before we can get back? We'll go into through the plot real quick. But like, um, have you seen this stuff about all of the um, almost like a satanic panic thing that happened with this movie? We're like on all the no. talk shows. There's a great YouTube video. I'll try oh, to put it in the notes. Uh, but are you sure you're not talking about Batman Returns? Because I know yeah. there was like a lot of outrage yeah. with Batman Returns. Because yeah. again, we talk about it being all of the multimedia type, uh, like you know, Happy Meals and shit like that. And then you got Penguin biting noses off. Yeah, hundred percent. Think I'm talking about the wrong movie. Yeah, I was trying to find that but, clip, but I thought it was about this one. It is also interesting. I mean, it still per, uh, pertains to this movie because that's still happening. This yeah. is a PG-13 movie. Yeah. You know, and they're leaning into their PG-13 pretty well, you know, 
it like compared to the type of shit that yeah was marketed to kids 15 years later there's a lot of he, he fucking joker throws that throws that dart into that dude's oh, neck yeah. and he dies and then I, the- when, when i was re-watching this the scene where batman gets the one guy around the throat in mm-hmm. the chemical plant and then he's like hanging and shit yeah. that's one of those where it's like Oh, that was burned into my yeah. brain, my retina as a fucking eight year old watching this, you know, totally, totally. There, there, there's a lot of like, you know, not kid ready shit. Yeah. 80s kids can handle it because they all watched fucking uh, they picked up RoboCop from yeah. Blockbuster that weekend, you know, and watched the evil dead. Yeah. And they're fine. You know, the uh, so then when so. So we open up on this bait and switch on. It's a different family. Uh, and then you see Batman show up Just to the wait robbers for the cab, bro. When the when the robbers are talking and they're like discussing the Batman idea and yeah. then he shows up and comes after him and stuff. That's like all so scary. Like it's it it's frightening. And I just wish it's like that. Not thing. only that, they, they, the shot. Of yeah. Them discussing the Batman and him and just fl- pile uh, showing up behind them. Just. Above them, the eye and the theatrics that Batman has an uncanny knack for the theatrics. Totally. And well, like, that's something that Michael's- I just love the idea that Batman is always moving around like somebody might take a picture of him. <laughs> that's fun. Yeah. At any moment. So he's like, I could just beat yeah. this guy in 20 seconds, but Michael Keaton sure posing. Well, that was something Michael Keaton said that like I why he he was glad he was. Like why he thinks he excelled was because he came from comedy and it was so physical. Yeah. And that when you're in a suit like that and you're doing all this crazy also, stuff, yeah. you need to be physical in those ways. He's got a great stare. Like, oh, yeah, it's pretty interesting, too, for how little of a guy he is. Yeah. How can and for how old the action choreography is, mm-hmm. how convincing he is as a badass, as a badass, that just these quickly punks. dispatches of all these punks. And the, in all fairness, all these punks and all the, the bad guys also do a good job of being afraid of him. There's yeah. another thing this movie does that a lot of Batman stuff since and probably before doesn't is uh, also time out first. Imagine you're a guy who just loved the Adam West Batman. The first time you see that scary ass Batman and then he's like, Tell them I'm the Batman, you know, like tell your yeah. I'm, I'm not going to kill you. Doesn't even do the Batwatusi. That's right. But like, just imagine it's like this isn't your dad's Batman, you know, yeah. Um, but uh, your grandpa's Batman. That's right. Remember Zane Galea's joke? Uh, here's a here's my uh, slogan for to sell great grandpas. This isn't your dad's dad. It's his dad. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so he, yeah, whatever. So we see Batman. We're like, ah, oh, shit. And then uh, I got some notes here. Nothing too big. So plot point one is that as Gotham City approaches its bicentennial, Mayor Borg orders District Attorney yeah. Harvey Dent, who is played by Billy D. Williams. Oh, where were all the fucking ra- the chuds then? Exactly. You know? Oh, they would have oh, lost Black their Harvey mind. Dent. Yeah. And what's fu- what's interesting is uh. He Harvey Dent. So Billy D. Williams is Harvey Dent. He had in his contract that he was to play Two Face in another movie. Yeah. And so when they did the, two, the real Two Face for the Warner Brothers, exactly. That's right. But what? But they bought him out of the contract, so they did pay him. So that's kind of nice. Mm-hmm. But and then when Bat, Lego Batman well, came out, they were cont- contractually obligated that whoever replaced him had to have a three, three names. Yeah, yeah, three names. <laughs> that's right. Uh, 
uh, but then when when ba- Lego Batman came out, he did voice to fa- or Harvey didn't to face in that. So he did get to at some point do it, which is pretty sick, I think. Um, and as a kid, obviously, I didn't know what two faces. Oh, hell was. no. I, I mean, I'm sure he was, but I don't even remember two face being in the Adam West version, you know? Um, I don't think he was. Yeah. Two face to me is very bad. But I'm pretty sure series. that. Uh, yeah. hundred percent. And I'm pretty sure whatever. I'm just going to guess here. I mm-hmm. may have heard it once, but I'm pretty sure whatever main comic arc involving two face. Uh huh happened in like the edgier 80s oh for sure yeah a cop turned bad gritty that's like watchman type shit Uh uh-huh and that's the story that they lifted especially with the name two-face and yeah um but i gotta say how old were you when you realized they called him two-face because he was such a (laughs) shitty cuss oh i thought right because right down the middle yeah i got a tweet that i gotta gotta say though yeah tell me buddy i i'm sure everyone agrees uh, I just love seeing Michael Keaton in anything. Oh, and yeah. Michael Keaton as Bruce Wayne. He's he's just so good as yeah, both Batman and Bruce Wayne. It's really impressive. And all his his reveal his like it. it They really knocked it out of the park. His first Batman reveal is awesome. That scene yeah. on the roof and his first my uh, Bruce Wayne reveal where and that this is something I thought was interesting. This is what I was trying to talk about earlier when I got sidetracked. Uh-huh. But when You're I sidetracked, talk about your boy, I sidetracked myself. When he goes, uh, uh, she's like, do you know where Bruce Wayne is? And he's like, oh, I no, I don't. That whole thing. And then he like puts up legs. He puts up. Oh, yeah. He puts a pin in like a plant. And then Albert's just walking behind him, cleaning up his after him everywhere. Yeah. Um, But it's kind of weird. Every other Batman always. Nobody knows who Bruce Wayne is in this, you know, like our yeah. list, our list, that guy, Robert, Robert Wool, he's. He's really major, got the wool over his eyes. Yeah, he's like a big time detective and, or a, a, a reporter. journalist reporter. And he didn't know who well, Bruce they're walking Wayne was. through the fucking room with all the armor and everything, yeah. which I love because these are total like Tim Burton. Like, yeah, he, he, he's like making this stuff up just to like drive home the point that he gets all of this weird antiquities and stuff. Uh, but they were totally like made for just that one shot and stuff. yeah so that, that was a lot of fun a lot of just great shots like the shot of the museum room before they even mm-hmm. walk in there yeah uh and just like the big arcing doors and stuff and then, it look yeah not i don't uh, we, I, i'm not a big tim burton fan but i do think this the the direction of this the set direction and all the stuff is yeah. so good and iconic it's, also it's they, hard to argue sorry uh, no it's hard to argue with pretty much any 1980s Tim Burton uh, project. Yeah, he really cared in a way, which is funny because apparently he didn't like this movie for a long time. He still doesn't like lots of stuff about it. He doesn't like they had to use all those print songs, which I agree. Those are clunky. Uh, I'd much rather have like, cr- I mean, those are good songs alone. They are. But in the movie, it's clunky, whereas I'd I, rather it have takes some- away from the movie. But I think it adds to the legacy. Yeah. The Danny you know Elfman I mean? shit when that whole scene when they're going through the museum. Yeah. Uh, that I guess is also a restaurant. I just uh, want to say. Yeah. Joker's henchmen. Are having a fucking blast. Yeah. In that museum scene. Yeah. Everyone's for the guy great. that just has to carry around the boom box and look tough. Yeah. And Everybody he, else is having like, a blast. He like points to him in a funny way. And that guy's just yeah. like. Grrr. Yeah. Um, hey, let me ask you, how old were you when you realized that that reason they called that Batman villain two face? Was because he was such an insincere and deceitful cuss. Uh, today I just figured it out. I, uh, 
So then um, I got a little another note here. Um, so Mayor Borg orders District Attorney Harvey Dent and Police Commissioner Gordon to make the city safer uh, by encouraging mod boss shit. Grissom. Grissom's played by Jack Palance. Uh, Jack Palance. He was great. And then he gets killed. Yeah. After he rats out the Joker. Apparently he was deaf. The actor was deaf at this point. All I know is there's a scene later after the Joker kills Grissom Mm -hmm. for being a slime. And uh, I haven't seen it in forever, but it was just great where he's doing a clear like uh, send up of Jack Palance because Jack Palance is just so like defined yeah. you know what i mean like everybody knows what a jack palance is a lot of jacks just, happening in this too yeah jack nicholson jack palance uh-huh. jack uh napier you know <laughs> yeah the uh uh apparently yeah tr- uh, tim burton was very afraid of J- jack palance and like He's a scary guy yeah and and, and and curly he called action and he didn't do anything and he was really scared, but that, I guess that was because Jack Pounce is almost deaf or was almost deaf at the time, and he didn't know that, Probably so he just thought he was ignoring him. Movies, man. Yeah, man, fucking nut. They didn't um, have hearing protection for old cowboy actors. That's right. Uh, mama, don't let your babies grow up to be cowboy actors. Oh yeah. Uh, so Vicky Vale shows up, played by the wonderful Kim Basinger. Uh, yeah, yeah, great photos out of Costa Rica. Well, no, 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 no. It's out of she was in Costa Maltese. Yeah, that's the setting for the new the Suicide Squad that movie that just took place. That, that's oh, where yeah? all that happened with Starro and everything. That's Coro Maltese. Huh? That it, it's a it's a fictional city in the DC universe, but like that or a fi- fictional island country. But that I as soon as I saw that in this episode in this movie, I was like, oh fuck! So that's a fun callback that Way to James go, Gunn Patrick. did. Yeah. Uh, Arliss kicks ass. He's fun. I love how they're like they're giving him shit for wanting. That's something fun too. That nobody gives a fuck about the Batman, right? Like nobody cares that people keep seeing this thing. And he's like, "This is gonna be a Pulitzer-winning story at some point." (laughs) It's like uh, I just love that nobody. Everyone's like, "Eat shit, Buster." Yeah. Um. Uh. Let's see what happens next. I got the plot here. Uh. Meanwhile, reporter Alexander Knox, as we mentioned, uh, she's trying to she wants to learn more about Batman, who's targeting all these cities criminals. Uh, and then they both go to the fundraiser that Bruce Wayne has. Uh, and that's where, you know, we, we talked about where they, meet, they go in that crazy room. There's a lot where, of gambling. The mayor yeah. and Batman, the commissioner. Uh, Bruce Wayne decided the best way to raise money for all the impoverished people in the city is to have the rich come together and try and get richer. And then yeah. the house takes what they can for charity. And what's funny about that is uh, also that was an episode of Full House one time, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. At the house. Well, the Full House always wins. That's right. Um, the uh, uh, when they're walking around in that, like whatever trophy room or whatever. And then Bruce Wayne, we find out who he is Bruce Wayne for sure. And he reveals himself to them and stuff. And then you see the, the large mirror. And Arliss goes more like Bruce Vane. <laughs> yeah. What thought, a loser. I thought that was uh, fucking fun. That's like the closing joke, too, because after that, they and then uh, they walk out and then it they, zooms behind the mirror and you see all of the cameras. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this guy's a fu- this guy's getting canceled. Some Matt Lauer shit happening. It's really interesting too the look and feel of the uh, 
Tim Burton, like the Elfman era Batman. I'll I'll include mm-hmm. like Batman the animated series too. Oh yeah, were they like iconic. Were they blend like all this gothic like feel like from like the cars and yeah. And, and the and like the dress everybody dresses like yeah. it's the 1920s or 40s I remember or whatever. The, like the cartoon people play football in leather helmets yeah and then they have fucking remote control helicopters yeah and cell phones and shit <laughs> there's um i uh, i really love that though i love how the superman oh, animated series kind of ran with that but in a different way because metropolis looked different than gotham so they had those like bullet trains that were really cl- sleek and looking, but it's almost like Rocketeer style, uh, uh, almost like steampunk to an extent. And I, I yeah. think that's cool. Um, so they're at this party and that's when you find out that his parents were killed by the mugger. Um, during the event, Bruce becomes infatuated with the Ville um, and wants to hit on her. But then yeah. fucking uh, Arthur. No, what's his name? Robert Wool. Alfred. Alfred walks in the room and like a, a dipshit, the dumbest person we know, Gideon Hambright could be in that room talking to Bruce Wayne at that moment. And then uh, Alfred comes in and is like, uh, 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 Bruce, uh, the uh, Commissioner Gordon is left. Uh, I think you should leave too. And Gideon would be like, oh, this guy's Batman, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. That, okay, I hear it. This this guy's Batman. He's got to go the other way because he's probably got to go to like a bat cave of some kind and get in a car. Hey, he gave gave him his grant, though. Oh, that I was wondering about that. Do you think that's real? Because oh, it was yeah. re- it's a really funny joke. It was a baller move. The way Robert Wool immediately was like, oh, you're Bruce Wayne. Can I have a grant? Yeah, <laughs> that's like that's what I want to do. When I'm I, when, uh, I, found out, I found out at the holiday party we had, I found out one of my uh, co-workers husbands works in finance and I was like oh cool can I have $35,000 well it's also Bruce Wayne hooked up the date with Vicky Vale that's right he's so he's going to take her out which um, is a f- really funny scene too. Yeah. The, the way it opens where they're in the uh, in the long hall soup in the long hall <laughs> and the funny thing is what he says to her right there is he goes uh did you find the house okay which is funny considering she had already been at the house for that big party that that he asked her out at, you know? Uh, And uh, let me, I got to go back a little bit. Go ahead. Keep going. Sorry. I'm scrolling through my notes. Uh, Yeah. And it's, it's really fun the way they go from there where he's like, you know, I've never uh, actually been in this room. I, I hate this room. And then they quick cut to uh, just a fun dinner with, uh, with Alfred telling stories, you know, with like pasta and wine. And he's trying, and he's still being heavy handed. He's like, and then uh, Bruce over here, bat guy right there, <laughs> Batman right there. Yeah. Um, well, they have to make it obvious for us, the audience. That's right. So they find out. So uh, uh, Jack Napier. So J- I, it's hard to get these names correctly. So Jack Nicholson is banging uh, Jack Palance's wife, yeah. who's played by Jerry Hall, who in real life banging Mick, Mick Jagger. All right. Um, and uh, so they're they're banging, basically. And so Jack Pounce finds out and sends Jack Nicholson to the whatever it is, the 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 Acme it, chemical. But it's not. It's not Axis. the same. It's called Axis. Yeah. And this. But yeah. it's not the same name as all in all the comics for some reason. I don't know why. But they send him to this like basically like poison factory and then to rob to like. Yeah. Which to, really like, plays well into uh, the Joker's schemes later. 
yeah. uh, when you find out that he was like a genius at uh, chemistry in and chemistry. Art. Yeah. See, that thing that they drop in there is helpful. They should have dropped it in really thing, like you said, the speech where he's just like consumerism. Yeah. Um, but so the, the idea is that he's going to go rob this like place to get some information uh, so that they can turn on the judges. But instead, when he gets there, the it's a setup and Jack Palance is called the cops already because yeah. of that one crooked cop pl- whose name is Lieutenant Eckert, who years later, an actor named Aaron Eckert played Two-Face. Huh? Ooh, huh? That's pretty fun. Same name. I, I love the shot of them uh, storming the chemical factory because it's mm-hmm. just a lot of quick shots of like mobster thug guys. Yeah. Just like henchmen working together. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like nobody just reaches for a torch. Yeah. Like the torch gets to- tossed between three people. Yeah. And then one guy grabs it and another guy lights it. Yeah. And then it's they, fun. It like it's overstated like that. And it's just a lot of fun. The also uh, anytime a cop shoots at a henchman, mm-hmm. they won't do it until they plant both of their feet. Yeah. And like take three seconds to aim with both of their hands out in front of them. It's fucking brilliant. Yeah. The I forgot. So when when Jack Palance is telling him that he's going to go there, Jack Nicholson's going through a deck of cards and he shows yeah. the Joker card. And here's an interesting thing I noticed in that scene. The deck Jack, of cards. You're my number who won. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I noticed the cards all have a hole through them. So they were at one point. Those they're those casino cards. It's his you lucky deck. He took a bullet with him. It was. his. Oh, is that does it say that? Uh-uh. I'm just oh. assuming. I just know Here that cards, cards, they um, at a casino when they're done with the deck of cards, like for Blackjack, they punch a hole through the whole thing and Could then be. they give them away for free. Um, and in, so in college, when we played poker, all of our decks had holes in them like that. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, shit, that's kind of a fun nod. And then Jack Pounce throws all the cards in his hat. And I like to think that's when Jack Nicholson really decided he was going to kill his ass. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Fucked up my cards, man. Now they're all going the wrong way. Uh, so. Yeah, he gets set up. The cops Batman are there. Shows up. Batman shows up the, and sees Jack Nicholson. Yeah, just I like Batman. <laughs> yeah, man, dude, that guy rocks. I literally have written this in my one notes too. Just like Act One, Batman in this movie, where basically yeah. all he does is fly around, do stuff with wires, and throw smoke grenades. Yeah, and just like look cool. And it's smoke. also one hundred percent the best bat suit. Without oh, yeah. a doubt, it looks so much cool. I love, I love the, the Batman. The, it's so good. The Christian Bale movies, I think, are great, but this suit looks so fucking good. The logo looks good. The fake abs look good. Like everything in it looks great and looks real. Like looks, yeah. Like you could see a guy figuring this shit out. You know. Yeah. Um, in my notes, right there, the scene with them on the thing where he's like, got the, he's got Jack Nicholson. And then down below, you hear the other guy be like, I'll kill Gordon if you don't let him go. And he lets him go. I wrote down that Michael Keaton rocks because he does. Oh, yeah. Also, I mean, just the way that he's been played like Batman is just such a badass up until, you know, yeah. for most of the movie anyways. But here where he grabs a hold of uh, Napier and lifts him up. And then Jack Nicholson is just like, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and he's just kicking everybody's ass and like, the police are finding out that there is a Batman. Yeah. You know, and he's just like taking care and of business. Jack Nicholson kills Eckert, which is and fun the, because the then that guy is, is played so well in the fucking chemical factory. Mm-hmm. Just 
the way and, and the way that Batman's able to contrast. I would never. I would, I would never be able to work there because that green slime looks so good. <laughs> that <laughs> right? green, that acid. Yeah. I'd be drinking oh, yeah. that. You know, I'd get uh-huh. a. I'd bring my own ladle. I'd hide it. You know, so that the when security wouldn't know it was there, and then I'd be ladling my own <laughs> all day. I uh, yeah. So Joe or Napier gets ready to shoot. Gordon man yeah Gordon first and Batman yeah. jumps up there because he does get he kills Eckert and he's trying to kill Gordon Batman stops him and then he flops over the railing and goes down into the delicious green juice yeah and then you see his cards all floating in the green juice and it, uh, it gives you a wonder for a second if Batman let him go that's on right purpose yeah because like he's hanging and Batman's like got him and giving him the Michael Keaton eyes. But after he falls, Gordon's like, did he let him go on purpose? Yeah. Or it's like, no way Batman let him go on purpose. Even even this Batman who throws a couple people off a building here and there, you know. So he topples off the catwalk and falls into the vat of acidic chemicals. Yeah. Um, he's presumed I, dead. There's a great shot. Well, presumed dead by the people yeah. in the movie. Us, the viewers. Wait, time out. What happened? So I think he gets shot or his something. And it hits a thing that then spoils his face. So he's fucked up before he goes in the acid. His okay. like the, the smile. I think that happens before he goes in the acid. All right. Um, I just thought that was interesting. Go ahead. But uh, love- well, we have Brandon from Des Moines. You're on. Oh, yeah. I'll just call in to say my favorite part from the uh, a- the chemical scene factory is after the Joker or Jack Napier, if you will, falls into the vat of toxic chemicals and we think he might be dead. But then it shows his hand pop up out of the water and like you can tell he's still alive. I, I just wanted to call and say, I think that's really cool. Also, uh, hamsters don't go to heaven. Hey, don't go to heaven. Uh, uh, I was. I thought you were going to end with a uh, like. Uh, and also, could you please play uh, "Tainted Love" by Simple Minds? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So there's a little thing that I like. Things that I'm curious about is like, what was the math behind him going into the green juice? Mm-hmm. And then when he's later, that's in the bay, you know, and his hand comes up and all the cards are floating. Like that's outside yeah. later. So is the idea that that green juice is flooded into the bay? I guess. Yeah, sure. Something like that. Yeah, like I feel like there was today a movie wouldn't do that. Even a bad movie today, it would the math would be quicker on how that. All happened. I know is the very next scene is you get the iconic uh, Joker in the chair, plastic surgery. Like, give me the mirror. Yeah, the mirror, the mirror. Now, and the doctor is really funny. He's like, I only had this to work with, and it's like fucking yeah. nothing. You, you gotta understand, the nerve endings were frayed. Uh, aren't your shorts frayed? Yeah, they're afraid of my dick. <laughs> what a good joke. Um, is that there's a lot of stuff that I'm curious about. Is that where that scene started? Because yeah, I've seen that like parodied a bunch, but I I didn't know that came from Batman. Oh, yeah. Where somebody's like, I went and they look at themselves and then they laugh mani- maniacally. I didn't realize that was from Batman originally. Oh, yeah. Um, and There's a couple other things that come up that are like that. Um, Because yeah, he gets his he gets his. Uh, cosmetic surgery and then he's off to kill fucking jack palance start doing all of his power moves it, oh. it is nice how much of this movie is joker because he i mean he's great yeah and it's just all his power moves and then some boring vicky vale batman stuff yeah so then um 
you start realizing once we realize he's back, he goes and, and he doesn't kill Jack uh, Palance like we thought. He just kidnaps him. Um, and he's now painted up like the Joker. He's a legit Joker. You know? Yeah, it's also interesting how often he is not the Joker, though. Yeah, but when that that's just Where, paint. What, yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I know it's paint, but it's also interesting that the Joker just can't lean into being the fucking Joker. Why is it half of the Joker scenes? He's got human paint on. I mean, yeah. I can understand when he's doing it uh, at the mob meeting before he mm-hmm. fucking starts icing everybody. Also, I think it's because so I think- if Joker's henchmen didn't wear sunglasses the entire time, they'd have been able to kill Batman, I bet. Probably. Um because of the dark suit. It's he does a great job with branding. He's got a Joker helicopter late in the movie. Yeah. In the middle of his movie, all of his thugs are driving around in Joker cars. Yeah. You know? They all have the all their Perp- bags have Joker labels, logos on them. My question is, if you're a henchman and you're already dressed up like a mime and you're driving like a uh, purple and green painted like fucking Volkswagen to go like rob a like those aren't the best getaway cars. It's like, oh, hey, uh, we've been robbed by the Joker. Uh, all points bulletin for Joker cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a uh, it looks kind of like a VH bug, but there's 25 henchmen in it all dressed yeah. like clowns. And there's 15 Joker logos on yeah. the car. Uh, oh, Please got, be advised. <laughs> we got word that a uh, high speed chase in effect. It's a what is that? It's a giant birthday present. It's like a five foot tall giant birthday present. I think yeah. it's being run by a lawnmower. <laughs> um, but golly, golly. So Batman, so so um presumed dead. He undergoes the surgery damage and driven insane by the new appearance, he starts calling himself the Joker, kills Grissom at his estate, and massacres yeah. the associates at the meeting. Um, and then that's when you're watching the news and you see the the poison scan the poison arc yeah um where he's been using and it's very interesting he so because he did have this chemistry background he's been killed using, a couple models yeah he killed two models for also it's fucked what, up that on the news they showed the covering, picture of yeah. them before they were dead but with the face it's like oh that's a little harsh um and it's not like you put the lipstick on you die it's you got to put the lipstick and the hairspray and the eyeshadow and then eventually then you die you know what i mean like it's, yeah um, I thought that was really interesting. Um, and I love the the trajectory of the um, throughout the rest of the movie. The news crew keep getting progressively uglier and uglier. More haggard. The no, news they can't ca- put on the. Yeah. One of the news. Stuff. The first woman newscaster dies because she has this stuff on. So then the rest of it, they look more haggard. And like the the uh, the got the man has like huge warts and boils that are usually covered in shit. It's really I really love that like little joke, you know? Oh, 100 percent. Um, yeah. Batman research is a way to stop this. Um, I, I just like, yeah, again, I think it speaks more to the tone where this movie feels like it feels like a lot of those great like eight, like it, it's got a Robocop feel to mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? But it's like toned down for a wider audience, too. Yeah. But like, a, again, how uh, what they're talking to saying about the media there and also how the Joker is getting made to be bigger than like he wouldn't even be that big of a deal if the media wasn't playing into his fucking uh will as well yeah you know what i mean how they're sensationalizing him yeah you know there's so after all he needed was a goddamn monologue dude that's right 
when this is happening, the mayor is screaming at Commissioner Gordon and he goes, do you hear the words that are coming out of my mouth? And all it made me think of was rush hour. Yeah. You want to say the words that are coming out of my mouth? Also, it's great how we're barely into this movie and they're already spending way too much time talking about the 200th anniversary of Gotham. And you're That's like, right. oh, that'll be the third act. I feel like we're I feel like we're going to do a real 99 skip a few here or, you know, one two skip a few here in a minute. Oh, yeah, totally. I'm getting I'm getting bored, uh, not bored, sleepy, basically. Um, uh, they go to that's when they fuck all the art in the, the, this, this movie is pretty thin on plot. Yeah. It's, it's all about having great scenes Yeah, and, and, uh, great casting. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's, it's really just one. You can just start watching, uh, at any point. It's, it's got that going for it. When the Joker goes to kill him and he goes, you ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? Yeah. Uh, and then that's what triggers him to realize that that's the guy that killed his dad, uh, that killed his parents in the alley because uh, he said the same thing. He's like, that's just a funny thing I say before I kill people, which is really funny to have a yeah. thing. Um, but uh, it, was, it was a real missed opportunity in 1989 not to have young Jack Nicholson played by Christian Slater. Totally. Like that would have been perfect. You know, absolutely. Um. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, I love, yeah. Joker's I love that. killing people left and right. Big body count too by the Joker for a kids movie. Yep. Like the, you'd be hard pressed to find a villain, a singular villain with this big of a body count. The, even when uh, it's fucking great when he kills Bob. Yeah. Sad but good. Never, it, I like that guy. He's a bad Bob's guy. Fun. But yeah. Bob is a fun henchman. He's to, friends with Jack Nicholson. They're like best friends in real life. That's, that's how awesome. he got the job. Yeah. Yeah. But when uh, anyways, Joker's big thing at the end is grand finale is to have a parade where he's going to d- dump 20 million dollars on everyone, the, on everybody. And then he's also going to gas them yeah. because Joker gas. Yeah. <laughs> and anyways, all of the gas is getting delivered by uh, uh, parade float balloons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Batman comes flying in with his fucking bat plane. Mm hmm. And bat takes wing. them all. Yeah, Batwing. Yeah. And he takes them all. And the Joker is fucking pissed. Yeah, he's upset. Yeah. And he's like, somebody give me a gun. And he's like, Bob, yeah. give me your gun. And as soon as Bob gives him the gun, he fucking shoots him. And he's like, guys, I'm going to need a moment to myself. <laughs> <laughs> and he just walks off. Oh, it's so good. He's like, so good. Oh, he is. He is. And I got to say, for how cool that fucking plane is, and I can absolutely remember the scene where the plane flies in front of the moon. In front of the moon. And and as drops. a kid and absolutely loving it. But the fact that that fucking plane got taken down with one goddamn one bullet, handgun. Yeah, that, that that's definitely uh, old movie shit that just won't fly now. Yeah. Yeah. You know what you, I mean? Yeah. You wouldn't let that go. Um he, Jack uh, Joker eventually pulls Batman and Vicky over the balcony off the cathedral. He hooks him to the gargoyle, right? Yeah. Um, uh, unable to bear its immense weight, the Joker falls to his death while Batman and Vicky make it to safety. And then he, it, they, I, now I had already switched over to the Miami. And Vicky game knows point. everything. Yeah, she know he's told her and everything. And he also is she, like, and she I don't won't think, be back for the sequels. Yeah, he's like, I don't think we're gonna. This is gonna work out because uh, I'm actually dating Michelle Pfeiffer in real life, and you're actually dating Alec Baldwin, who's a fucking asshole. So we're getting you out of here, also, uh, Kim. Is there anybody bigger as just like uh, 
if you need to cast a smoke show yeah. anywhere from like 1980 to like 1998, get Kim Basinger. My dad was a had a huge crush crush on Kim Basinger. Um, I think it was from the movie The Getaway, maybe. Oh, yeah. But so like that was the joke at my house was like my like if if Kim Basinger was on a commercial, everybody would be like, oh, look, close your eyes, Carl. You know, like, uh-huh. uh, you know, he, I think the joke was you're, he's going to get too horny. Or I don't something. know about Kim. My favorite Basinger was Otis Redding. <laughs> Sitting on the dock of the bay. That's the tweet. That's the tweet right there. <laughs> That's great. Um, yeah. Uh, he leaves in it. Uh, sometime later, Gordon announces to the police have arrested all the Joker's men and he Gordon shows off the bat signal. Uh, Dent reads a note from Batman and promising that he will defend Gotham should crime strike again and oh, ask them. To and use it's the so bat great too the establishment of the bat signal. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. That signal's awesome. We should use that in real life. We yes. do one thing every year in New York. We put up the 9-11 signal. Why? <laughs> what are we doing? Calling the Taliban, you know? Uh, Albert takes Vicky to Wayne Manor uh, and he explained that Bruce will be a little late. She responds that she's not surprised. As Batman looks at the signal from the projection from the rooftop, he stands his watch I mean, over to City. Definitely, definitely a great end to a movie that didn't know there are going to be three sequels and then yeah. uh, 500 reboots after yeah. it. It feels like, weird it that... It really wraps everything up. I don't like that Tim Burton hated this movie so much. Uh, well, he probably just hated it because he didn't uh, like the time it was on the it. First. Oh, well, I was just guessing it was, well, he did another one. So he obviously made enough money that he was able to do whatever he wanted. Yeah. And that's and why second, everything went haywire on the second one. As far as like parents and shit. Yeah. I still like the second one a lot. I mean, I've always said Batman returns was my favorite of the, the, the two. I don't know now. Maybe I think I have a more of a fitty. I definitely love this one, um, but it does. Also, I don't like as I said, I'm, since I'm not a big Tim Burton fan. It actually kind of I kind of like that he doesn't like it as much, you know, and I'm sure he's right. made peace with it, but it makes more sense that I like this movie that he doesn't like that much. You know, the, the music is so damn good too. the Danny Elfman fucking awesome. And now what Every I say time to you, you get Batman showing up with that music. Yeah, it's going to be really cool to see this Batman back in a few years um uh, the, the flash, the flash TV movie. show from 1990 i don't know if it's streaming anywhere now it was streaming on the dc uh app for, but that's not a thing anymore right um it's fucking awesome and it is in the same universe as this i don't know if it was officially in the same universe as this movie but it's the same art deco it's danny elfman does the music the theme song is a really badass danny elfman track um, and it kicks ass. I rewatched. I watched it when we had the DC app still. Um, and so uh, if you can, I think it's on Prime. So you should go watch that if you really like Batman. If you like this era of Batman, go check that out. Hell um, yeah. And then a cool thing, too, that came from it was um, in the uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths uh, Arrowverse crossover. Uh, basically, a bunch of universes got destroyed and the they Arrowverse, showed that's the- where everybody's Robin Hood. <laughs> yeah, uh, everyone, everyone's Katniss. Uh, I uh, in the Arrowverse, the Batman 89 world was uh, Robert Wool sitting on a bench and he's like sitting on a bench reading a newspaper and on the front of the newspaper. It had like Batman does this or something. And it's a picture yeah. of Michael Keaton. And then he looks up and the sky turns red and then the earth explodes. Oh, that's um, fucking fun. That's what and they that was so good. Like uh 
uh, what's his name? Dick Grayson for the Batman 66 universe is walking his dog. It's, and yeah. he looks up at the sky, turn red and he goes, what? <laughs> like, holy rusted metal Batman or some shit. I also just think it's awesome being able to go back and watch this Batman and know that uh, it delivers on more than nostalgia, even though it's a oh, very, yeah. very heavy nostalgia uh, movie. You know, like it gets a little uh, long winded in the middle. You know what I mean? Well, there's not. A, I mean, and, the Dark Knight rocks as a movie, but this it's it's I. The Dark Knight rocks. Batman Begins is good. Yeah. But this movie is still, I think, the best one of all these Batman movies. Maybe I, and that's my opinion. But it because it, 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 it broke the mold and it did it so well, you know? Yeah. I think this is what it's not. It's probably because I'm informed by this movie. Because this is what I always want Batman and Bruce Wayne to be like, but I don't think he's supposed to be. He's supposed to be like Christian Bale because that's how he is in the Justice League animated series and no, stuff like that. He's supposed to be like fucking uh, Kevin Conway. That's true. That's, uh, yeah, because like the every, Batman the animated the series, Batman. the Batman the animated series is a perfect Batman. That's like the middle ground between My the Christian Bale the Phantasm and the will always be the best and most tragic Batman of them all. Yeah, I think I'm going to start watching animated series from the beginning and watch it in order because I don't think I've done Ooh. that since I first got the DC Universe yeah. app when it came out. They're so um, good. But it's so good. Great acting. Um, some of these fucks come back. Uh, Alfred and Commissioner Gordon are the only actors I who are the same. I just kept waiting for Alfred thing. to show up with a Diet Pepsi. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, for whatever reason, that commercial's whichever sequel it was for yeah. was really dug into my head. And then him and cousin it uh, fight yeah. over Pepsi and Diet Coke that they have to go get for their masters. It would be cool to see if um, uh, the I wish I wish there was like a, th a channel on YouTube that was just like the promotional press for Batman. Yeah. And it was like a 40 minute video with every oh, yeah. ad, every commercial, all that kind of stuff. All in one spot. That would be sick to watch, especially for our show. So somebody make that. Yeah. Well, great toy line, too. And they also brought back old DC toys at the same time, too. Oh, that neat. weren't even in the movie. Because I can remember uh kid down the street had like, I mean, they were mostly based on your classic, either Hanna-Barbera or the uh, Adam West style, you yeah. know. But it was like the penguin toy and... Uh, I had a really great, I guess I'm now just remembering this. Uh, I had a really great penguin toy with the umbrella. And it was like very similar to the Smurf toys where it was all one piece of rubber. Oh, yeah. Maybe it came. It wasn't like a bendy, but it was like all one hard piece. And it was also like much like the Batmobile diecast I had. It was like a prized possession. Um, also, that Batmobile just fucking rules. It's I so love good. the stop motion animation mm. of it putting armor on. Mm -hmm. when it and goes it, and it just yeah. goes it just like holds the, the, the place when he steps out in the street in front of it and he just goes stop and then yeah. it goes like right in front of him that shit oh, that shit's awesome and he drops a little bomb to blow up the chemical factory and it comes driving back to him yeah it's awesome uh, well I think we did it that was fun yeah that was fun Batman's great Batman 1989 uh, where can the listeners find you buddy Reamcore. R-E-A-M-K-O-R-E. -E. -E. That's, That's where funny. I do stuff. 
um any stand-up coming up you got that what's that festival i've seen uh that's this weekend uh that's comedy festival around des moines uh mostly at t he's comedy uh i'll be doing the thursday show the walnut with seven o'clock with michael good that'll be a nice. lot of fun and uh be great shows all weekend uh uh let's see i'm also doing uh the tremont mansion okay yeah the chris, chris schlicking show i i know i butchered the name but i'm doing that wednesday night so yeah that'll be fun and then uh the station october 9th on ingersoll nice buddy here cox puts on a show there it's uh really cool you're you're crushing him buddy um uh that's what that's you can follow me at patter casey it's at p-a-t-r-i-s-k-h-s-t patter casey.com for whatever i don't have any shows really um still in my brain so to be honest and open with the listeners uh my day job we're, we're moving offices i mentioned it earlier at the You're end what? of our, we're moving offices no uh, where at my day job ah uh, fighter of the night life. oh okay i got it i got uh, it i got it i got it okay because I, I was thinking, I was like really hoping you were going to know the lyrics to the Gin Blossom oh, song, Day a, Job. We have a day bed. Uh, we just got it delivered this weekend. That's great. Uh, and day bed. Ah, that's our joke. That's Fighter fun. of the night bed. So. That's good. Anytime somebody talks about the day bed. <laughs> that's great. You know, um, Charlie Day, man. So we are. Um, so my uh, I'm very busy with my day job that I need uh, to survive. Uh, and so at, by the end of by November is where I'm going to start doing it. So then I'm going to go on the road again and have stuff. So uh, I I think we should figure out a tour where we go to Cincinnati, me and you, and we do some shows and yeah. stuff. Um, I mean, I was hoping it would happen by the end of this year. But now the winter's coming up, I think maybe spring. I think that's what we should do is we should put a fucking button on it, get some plane tickets. And in spring, we should go do a little tour. Go to Detroit. Go to Cincy. Oh, yeah. Maybe go to Virginia. Tim, get some Tim Hortons and some fucking... Uh... Yeah, ch- chili. Mac Go to, yeah, that's right. Stuff. Go to Windsor, get some uh, a veggie routine. Um, so so yeah, so that's why I mean that's my excuse for not doing as much. Also, since Nasser and Kathy are moving here, we're talking about starting some stuff. So that's gonna be uh, and you we'll, we're I will hopefully start having stuff to share eventually. Um, but uh, that's that. Uh, if you're not on the Patreon, get on the Patreon. Give us a dollar. Give us two dollars. Give us five dollars. Uh, mm-hmm. give us twenty five thousand dollars. Uh, yeah, uh, tell your friends about the show. Um, I honestly cannot imagine what somebody jumping in now would be like. So if you do love this show and you think someone else would love the show, let them know where to get in. Be like, yeah. here's what you do. Go back and listen to uh, two or three of these guest episodes. Go listen to these fun sizes and then jump in on episode uh, 001, you know, because basically the last 25 episodes have been fire, you know? Absolutely. Especially... The short circuit too. Short circuit is great. I'm. It's cheating to an extent, lawyer ball, if you will, uh-huh. to drop those old fun sizes in as our guests, as our episodes. But some of those fit. Hey, if we throw a top on it, you know, nobody knows. Yeah, top in the middle. I mean, we're still giving content, and, and they're good. Let I don't want them to die. They're out yes. there. You know, let them live forever. And we, what hundred percent, we have listeners right now who never saw that era. Who maybe you never listened to the first couple episodes in 2017. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so hey, most people never have listened to those episodes, so we should just assume. Yeah, most people on Earth don't yeah, know 100%. podcasts exist. You know? Yeah. Uh, they don't. Most people on Earth don't know that like fucking. They uh, know oppression exists, though. They don't know Joe Rogan exists. You know? Can you imagine? Mm. Yeah. Um, Joe Rogan's kind of like our Batman. Anyway, uh, that's the show. Tell your friends. Be cool. Never die. And as always, remember. 
If you're not an NFer, you're an MFer. So get, get the, the fuck, fuck out of here. here. It's great to have friends like Patrick and Reem who are obscure and yet thoughtful. I love this podcast.